Hello guys and welcome back to another episode of Revision Made Easy and today we'll be discussing the origins and structures of the Bible. The Bible is a sacred book of Christianity. It contains different types of writing such as historical accounts, poems and letter which are written for different audiences and purposes. Bible comes from the Greek word biblion which means books. The Bible can be thought of as a collection of many small books. The Catholic Church recognises 73 books in the Bible written between approximately 1000 BCE and 100 CE. The first part of the Bible is the Old Testament. It tells of God's relationship with the Jews during the years before Jesus was was born. The second part of the Bible is the New Testament, written by followers of Jesus in the century after his death. It tells of his life and teachings. So, the Old Testament. The Old Testament describes how God guided the Jews throughout their early history before the arrival of Jesus. It contains four main sections law the first five books which show how these are the first five books which show how the jews became the people of god the law also includes god's guidance for how he wanted the jews to live and the laws in which they should follow including the ten commandments the second section is history books these show how god guided his people and how the people often refused to listen these stories were included to help later generations avoid making the same mistakes. The third section is wisdom, and this includes a mixture of prayers, psalms, poems, and books of advice, which show people how to use God-given talents to do what is right in order to be able to stay close to God. And these help people understand their faith and live in a way that pleases God. The fourth section is prophecy. The books of the prophets whose inspired words challenged the people to remain faithful to God and taught them what God, that God is active in the world. The Old Testament deals with the ways that God related to the Jewish people throughout their history before the coming of Jesus. It describes how God guided the Jews, protecting them and sending them messengers otherwise known as prophets, to warn them when they were doing wrong. Now, we'll be moving on to the New Testament. And the New Testament deals with the life and teachings of Jesus and his apostles, which which were Jesus' closest followers who became leaders of the early church. This too can also be split into four main sections. The first being the Gospels. And these cover the actions and teachings of Jesus. And they were written by Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, which record the actions and life and teachings of Jesus. The second section is Acts of Apostles. This is the continuation of the Gospel of Luke, which tell of some of the events in the early church up to 60 CE, which is common era. The third section is the epistles, otherwise known as letters. They show Christians how to live by Jesus' teachings and what it means to be a Christian. 
They were letters that were written by the apostles and discuss how to follow Jesus' teachings in everyday life. The fourth section is the book of Revelation. This is an apocalyptic book written by John, featuring his own mystical visions, which some Christians believe describe the end of the world. Jesus was a Jew and often referred to Old Testament writings in his teachings. The early Christians used the writings of the Old Testament to show how Jesus fulfilled God's promises. They also wrote their own books about Jesus' life and teachings, also letters discussing how Christians should apply these teachings to all aspects of life. These books weren't weren't the only early Christian writings, but they were accepted into the New Testament because they passed four important criteria. 1. They were backed by the authority of one of the apostles or someone close to the apostles. 2. They were written early on, mostly before the end of the first century. 3. They agreed with other teachings and accounts of Christian beliefs. And 4. They were accepted by all Christians Christians and their churches at the time. UCAT 15 says that the Bible is not meant to convey precise historical information or scientific findings to us. And this is good to use in the five mark questions and the 12 mark questions. Now we'll be moving on to the second part of this podcast, which talks about the inspiration and the Bible as the word of God. So here are some key um, information, information, pieces of information that I would advise to note down. The Bible is the word of God. It reveals God to humans and teaches them about God and what he wants for humanity. The writers of the Bible were inspired inspired or guided by the Holy Spirit, who is the third person of the Trinity. The Bible should be interpreted through the teachings of the Magisterium, the teaching authority of the Catholic Church. How is the Bible the word of God? The Bible is called the word of God because Christians believe that throughout the Bible, God speaks to his people. This happens in a number of ways. God guided the writing of the Bible through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God's presence and love in the world, who guides people to do the right thing and to know the will of God. Christians call this guidance inspiration. They believe that the writers of the Bible were inspired or guided by the Holy Spirit. The Bible contains the word of God given by the prophets. These were people inspired by God. As they warned and guided people to remain faithful to God, they passed on God's word and message. The Bible tells of the actions and teachings of Jesus in the, in the Gospels. Jesus is the word of God made flesh. And we'll be discussing this in a later topic called um, the Incarnation. Through Jesus, God speaks directly to all people. The Bible contains the, t- the writings of the apostles in the epistles. The apostles were Jesus' closest followers and were filled with the Holy Spirit. This inspired them to preach and teach God's word. Now we'll be moving on to interpreting the Bible today through the magisterium, which is the teaching authority of the Catholic Church. The Bible was written a long time ago by people living in a very different time and society. Catholics need guidance on how to interpret the Bible today and how to apply its teachings to everyday lives. 
Catholics are guided in their interpretation of the Bible by the Magisterium. This is the teaching authority of the Catholic Church, which comes from the Pope and the bishops. They have the authority to shape and confirm the Church's teachings. Catholics believe that the Magisterium is continually inspired and guided by the Holy Spirit. This means they can trust the Magisterium to correctly interpret the meaning of the Bible. And De Verbum 9 states that sacred scripture is the word of God, while sacred tradition takes the word of God and hands it on to, the, to their successors in its full purity. And this scripture can be used in the exam to show that Catholics believe the Bible is the word of God. They also believe it should be interpreted by the magisterium to make the word of God relevant to the modern world. And this quote um, shows the relationship between the magisterium and the bible and it's very useful so i would advise you to take note of it and to use it um that's all for today guys i hope you enjoyed this podcast i hope you learned something new um and i hope you have fun revising and good luck in your exams i'll see you in my next podcast um and goodbye for now